I asked Tyson to speak tonight, and, and I, I might even let you ask some questions at the end, but um, he goes, you know, I go to your church, and I go up to speak, and my words don't have any weight to them because I don't have anything to stand on. My whole life, I've, I've went to church and back and in and out, and, and it's hard for anyone ever take me serious. Are you with me? It's hard for people to take me serious for my words. I said, Tyson, you just show me show your word, you share your words, and then receive it. And then you know what he said to me? I'll just live it before him. That's the only way I can never prove. And uh, of course, I said, do I have nothing to prove? Yes, I do. I got a lot to prove. And so he's going to come up here, not with arrogance, not with anything flamboyant, but he's going to come up here and just share some thoughts. Are you right? Come on. Well, uh, I'm kind of put on the spot doing this. Uh, it's, everything's kind of surreal right now. I've been gone for 16 months, and coming back, it's uh, kind of shocking to come back home and come in here. It's great, but it uh, doesn't seem real yet. Um, and what he was saying, uh, one, one thing I have learned is that uh, this, the life I have, it's not all about me anymore. Um, it was always about me and what made me happy. And um, I, never even, I never thought about anyone here at the church. I never thought about my parents, my brother, my sister. Everything I did was all about me. Um, I tried so many times, and my relationship with Christ before, I, I, it was still to benefit me. It wasn't to, uh, it wasn't to benefit other people. It was uh, always self-centered. Um, everything I did my whole life, that's just how it was. I wasn't thinking about anyone but me getting off drugs, me getting this, me getting that, people, but me doing nothing for them. Um, and this past year, uh, it's been a humbling experience being around a bunch of guys that I don't necessarily care for all of them, but learning to love them, even though, uh, I may not want to. It's, uh, I've never been much of a people person. Uh, but this, this year I've had, is, it's changed my life. It's made me see everything different. And that's what it took for me. I've, like I said, I've tried so many times. A lot of you that uh, I've been here for the past 15 years in this church. Well, I lived here 20. But 15 years, uh, it was 15 years ago when he started this church, right? Uh, a lot of you have been here and watched me, and some of you even longer than that, uh, do good for a little bit and fall. And, um, you know, it's, it's different this time for, for so many reasons. Um, I never understood what, what an actual relationship with Jesus was. It, it was just something I said but had no meaning to it. And it's, it's so much more... It's so much more intimate than an actual, a relationship you can have with a person. This is a, a relationship with, with a God that changes your life, that gives you the things that a person can't give you. Um, I'm not a speaker at all. I'm, I'm not someone who likes to get up and talk in front of people. I, I'm, I don't enjoy it really, but uh, God gives me peace to do it. Because uh, there's no way. The first time I had to speak, uh, it was in here. I'd been in John 3.16, I think, three and a half months, something like that. 
maybe four months. We came here, and uh, I was nervous. I was worried sick. I, I, didn't, I ended up not saying much, but the whole thing is, before I got, came in the doors back there, I, I prayed to God. I said, God, you know, I've never had much faith up until this point, but I ask that you, uh, you give me peace. And it's the only thing I knew to, do, knew to do at the time was just pray to God. And when I came in here, I, I wasn't nervous a bit. I felt so happy to see everyone from the time I got up here to the time I left. And uh, I'm just so thankful for everything God's done the past, being able to leave for a year. Um, I couldn't do it here. It was getting away from everything. I, I would do good for a little bit, but... I didn't know how to change the way I needed to with all the distractions around me. And being able to get away for a year has, uh, it's, it's just, it's been amazing. Um, I don't really know what else to say. I feel like I'm going to end up rambling if I keep trying to talk and talk. But, uh, um, and one of the hard times I had in John 3.16 was when I found out that Dad had a stroke. And when I found that out, it was really hard to stay. Um, and it took going through things like that for me to learn to lean on God through anything. And thank you to all of you here that I knew my dad was going to be in good hands, my family was going to be in good hands, and how much this church really means to me. I, I didn't have to worry. The first few days was rough. And then after that, I, I didn't have to worry anymore. I knew God had it, and I knew you all had it. And uh, I knew you would take care of him. Um, that's it. Who has, who has a question for Tyson? I think we're good. No, we're not. <laughs> you know, he said that, oh, we got one over there, Linda. Yeah. Yes. What's this? Everybody's been asking me, like, do you remember who I am, right? Remember who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Come on back up. Um, always in his life, he's always been such a, I guess he would be as in panic when he got in front of crowds. And, uh, he just said yesterday that when he, when he does, he knows the Lord to give him peace about it. But he has been a fretter, and he's not broke out sweat. He's not under his arms or nothing. Or in here, he, he's, he's under control. And it had to be the Lord to, to let him be uh, prepared to kind of keep, uh, keep himself together and still speak to people. Somebody else. I know you've got questions. I know you do. Ha, <laughs> 
Yes, very much. Uh, it went from pasta every single day to chicken, grilled chicken, all the time. Uh, but I miss my family a lot more than I miss the food they cook, you know. Somebody else. what you talked to us about uh well you know I was talking with dad a little bit about that and I've had several people say different things to me and try to tell me this and that and about work and tell me about this job and that job and I don't know what I'm going to do as far as work I know how I'm going to live and how I, what I plan to do with my life in that matter, but work-wise, uh, I, I don't really know. All I know is wherever I go and whatever I do, I want to be surrounded with uh, godly people because um, I don't care about pay. I don't care about none of that. That's, that, that's just uh, not what I'm worried about. I'm just worried about surrounding myself with the right people because... Uh, you know, putting yourself around the wrong people, even if you're, no matter how strong you are, you're allowing Satan to have a foothold on you that uh, I don't have to allow if I don't want to. And uh, so. Someone else. Yeah. With handcuffs, I was taken to custody. <laughs> and about fifty pounds. <laughs> Someone else. Yes, Molly. started when uh, it took a situation that I had to have faith. When I came here and talked, that was uh, the beginning of it. And realizing I had a friend, his name was Adam Ford. And we spent a lot of time together. We worked together. He lived right down the hall from me. We hung out every night. But when we hung out, we weren't accomplishing anything. We were wasting our time. We would sit there and talk about stuff that didn't matter. Watch shows that didn't matter um and we were sitting there one night and uh we were just talking what are we doing here why, why are we really here what this time you know we need to devote to god and, and give this time the opportunity to change our lives and uh we we were sitting there talking and we had some books and we decided one of them was called not a fan and then we had a couple other books um and we decided, well, instead of sitting here watching movies and just talking about random stuff, 
why don't we every night read together? We would read a chapter every night, and we'd sit there and talk about it, what it meant to us, take notes on it. And then we started inviting other people in with us. Um, and once I had a brother to share that with and someone to uh, just grow in Christ with, that's when it, I seen the change in him. He saw the change in me, and we were able to, you know, it was a beneficial relationship at that point with him. And it was, uh, that's when everything really started changing for me. Um, was at that point, and I, I've tried to encourage a lot of guys there to do the same because it's it's super easy to go there and just hang out and watch TV and uh, waste your time. And I've wasted enough time. I'm sick of wasting time, and uh, it took me a couple months to realize that. But when I did, that's when everything started changing for me, and it, it, it continually changed for the better. Anyone else? I'm not going yet. Anyone else? What did I do? From the time I wake up? Well, uh, some days I'd wake up at 4.30. Some days I'd be tired, more tired than others. I'd wake up at 5.30. It just really depended on the day before. Um, but we have, we have Bible study at 6 in the morning. And after Bible study, it's over at, well, the Bible study doesn't actually start until 625. We have breakfast before that. And uh, after the Bible study, it's around 730. You go get dressed and go to work. Um, you work until 430. And then at 430, you uh, go home, you do chores, you clean the house. And uh, then there's uh, Monday nights, there's a mandatory Bible study. And the rest of the week, there is... Uh, and not, it's not mandatory, but there's a Bible study. It's called the Prayer House. Um, residents there, they give Bible studies, and you can go to those as well. Um, but work-wise, what I've done for work, I worked in a body shop. Um, it was fun. <laughs> Somebody over your head. I think Alana raised her hand. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think a lot of that came from uh, me trying to see the good in someone I really knew was bad. Um, I, I wanted to justify everything to make it okay. Um, and, you know, and now I know I've had, I've had friends here. There's several guys that go here that I graduated with. There's a lot of people I went to school with that go here. And uh, instead of me reaching out to them and trying to be a friend to them, and a lot of them reached out to me for years, but I, I would uh, do my own thing. But now I know how important those people are, and uh, those are just the people that I'm going to have to be around is uh, you guys. And uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Uh, I'm, I'm sick of all the other backstabbing crooks that uh, I spent all my time with. 
Um, yeah. Anyone else? No, ma'am, I don't. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else. Yeah, it feels so good. It's uh, refreshing to know. And it it all comes from faith. Everything that I've had to go through over the past year being there, I would have never been able to handle before. I would have used, I would have thrown a fit, fought somebody, done something stupid over the smallest situations. And uh, just being there, um, because being around 150 guys, uh, it... uh, it can wear on you, especially being there a year. Um, it was good for me. It's what I needed. But it can, uh, it can really get under your skin. But I learned to uh, deal with things in a, in a different way, and that's with going to God with everything, um, prayer, just faith, um, having faith in God that he can get you through those things and going to him with any hard time you have. It, it, it's, it makes it easy. You don't even think about the drugs or what else you could use to cover up uh, the way you feel? A good question. Um, oh, God. <laughs> okay, I've I'll, I'll, I'll got a statement. Um, when you went there, I remember before you went, you would say things like, well, this is a while back, but uh, I knew in your heart you thought that you were untouchable, you were unbreakable, you were that you were always going to be an act, you were always going to be uh, the one that was always a loser, you were never going to have anything. Those were always thoughts until you got there. And, and, I, and I don't know, but every guy there probably thought they were the worst. There was no help for them. They were all addicts. They were all condemned to misery. And, and, and at what point did you begin to say there's hope? When... Really, the, the hope came in when I saw my sister at 317. Um, she'd been down the same road I'd been down, and I constantly was saying that, you know, to, to mom and dad, to whoever, you can either love me while I'm being a drug addict or not at all because this is who I am. I can't change it. It's just my life. There was, I thought there was absolutely no way out of it um, until... I saw Alana after she'd been in John 3.17 a while. Um, you could just see a difference. The way, the way she talked, the way she carried herself. Um, it just To see her brought out of it and her being happy. Uh, heroin grabs a hold of you in a way that I've never experienced. It uh, controls everything about you and just makes you the most selfish person you can imagine. And to see her loving everyone around her, I knew that I, that's what I needed. I needed to go somewhere. Uh, and 
that's what gave me hope and gave me the desire to want to go to John 3.16. That's what started all of it was her. And it's, to me, it's just it's incredible how all that comes together. Um, you know, I, I've put my, my family through a lot. And uh, over the years, it's just been one of us kids after, after the next that's been in trouble and done this wrong and done that. And I was the one to start it all. And how everything ended up working was Leighton was the first one to uh, decide that he was going to follow Christ and live right. And then it happened with Alana. She went to John 3.17. And the day she was released from John 3.17 was the day that I walked over to court with her. She was in shackles in front of me. And as I'm walking to the courthouse, she is let out of John 3.17 the same day they tell me that I can go to 3.16. And it's just awesome how God works and he's done so much. He's blessed my family in so many ways, but now everything has just come together with my family and I'm so excited about it uh, to have a relationship with my brother and sister that I've never had with my parents, with my nieces, my new nephew, um, even you, Eric. <laughs> uh, and Miranda. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just so exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about things I never thought I'd be excited about. Um, Mom even asked me, she, it was last it was Tuesday, she said, uh, after you graduate, we didn't get anybody to cover for us or anything on Sunday nights. So we're going to have to go straight to church. She looked at me like I was going to get mad about it or be upset that I had to go to church as soon as we get back. And no, that's what I was planning on doing anyway. That's what I wanted to do. Um, before, no way. Um, it's just everything about me has changed. I just know that my heart's desires have to be to live for Christ. And I, I, can't, I can't take my eyes off him. And that's just how I have to live every day. Um. Isn't it funny how before everything was about to meet your desires? Everything is about everything you ask her or me to do or how to go pick you up or take you wherever. And now it's about meeting um, other people's desires. I'm not worried about any of my personal desires. And um, what is your opinion on that? That's just, I kind of touched on it a little bit. It's just... It's, it's not about me. It's, uh, I'm excited to be back to help everyone here. Uh, a lot of you have helped me for years. My family's helped me. My uh, brother, everyone's always tried to, even if it's prayer, if it's coming and talking to me. Um, I understand where everyone was coming from, coming towards me, because now I feel the same way, and I want to. I'm glad I can be here for you. I can help you with finishing up your house, uh, just anything, anything you need me to do, I'm excited to do it now. Um, anytime before, I wanted something out of it. Even for my dad, he asked me to do, come help him with something. I would expect something in return, no matter what it was. That's what I was talking about. I always expected something, uh, wh whether it be go out and help him put up a few fence posts and stretch a little bit of barbed wire. 
I mean, anything like that. It was two hours. I would expect something out of it. Um, now, just getting to spend time with him and getting to be with my family, getting to be with you guys is uh, so much more important than anything you can give me. Anybody else? Anybody else? Can I come back up and do the last song if you don't care? No. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. What we're going to do is um, they're going to come up and sing one last song. Then, like, if, if, if you feel that, however you want to do it, uh, would you come up and greet him? And I've never done this before. I know Denise, I didn't do it for me, I didn't do this when you came home. But uh, forgive me, please, please, please. Uh, but I'm going to have you go down, down front and stand, and when they sing this song, have everybody come and greet you. Just come if you feel led at all, if you know him at all. Maybe you've never met him before. Maybe you were afraid to meet him before. If you want to come and greet him, would you come on? <laughs> 